2: How are we doing? Welcome back, series three of the Under the Cosh podcast, the Gypsy Podcast is back on the road, whole city,
3: we're here. one of you? Here we are. How's it going?
4: Old oh, memories. You're right Nice to be back. And
3: a nice Christmas. Really good. Yeah? yeah. Have you? He never asks you if you're alright. You're alright? At
2: least I
4: do. You alright? Yeah, I'm alright. Nice you had a good Christmas, but it looks like that fucking <laughs> shirt. <laughs> <laughs> if one of them buttons popped off and it's me, I, mate, I'm fucking suing you, I he's, promise he's, he's you.
2: Yeah, he's, he's, he's <laughs> had to say alright
3: and then he's backed it up with a kick to the teeth. I've known him for ten years mate, that's exactly what we're dealing with.
4: I'll tell you what it is, it's just to fob it off myself. Oh, I expect one of you are saying, fucking hell, you've had a good Christmas, haven't you? <laughs> get just in get first. It, get it in early, get job done. Get first. Job done.
2: Tough time playing in the minute.
4: Well, not been playing, not been playing, just totally... Uh, I've been totally bombed out of it, really. Bit of stick from fans? Got some stick from the fans, yeah, after uh, after his trip to, to Holland.
2: Go on, what happened?
4: Basically, the, the the team weren't doing very well. Uh, I weren't anywhere near it, weren't involved in it. Obviously, the manager gave me time off for us to go on his trip, and then the week after, we are playing away at Boston, and we got beat, and the manager's come out on the radio and said, basically, that he's only got four or five players who were trying for him. I've even got one player drinking in the airport at 7 o'clock in the morning. He didn't mention no name, but it was pretty obvious who it were. <laughs> uh, and then my phone just started going ballistic. You fucking oh, a disgrace, X, Y, Z. And, and
3: sanctioned though, he knew you were going on an He'd give you the time off, didn't he? Yeah, he'd yeah, he give me the time off. you weren't off. playing
4: anyway. No, I weren't playing anyway, so obviously I felt it was a little bit unfair to sort of drag me into into the team not doing very well when i have not been anywhere near it. So yeah, so anyway, in the, in the meantime he's he's lost his job and, and the new manager's come in and, and we start again, start afresh and take it from there.
2: The times are a-changing, first appearance last night. Yeah, for I played last
4: night against, I didn't think I'd ever play at both of them again, to be honest. Back with a goal? Back with a goal, two assists.
3: To Check you? Yeah. He could wait to tell Back you, with a vengeance? You. Chris messaged him last night saying, did you score? Thought, yeah, one. I, I and, and two assists. <laughs> Couldn't wait to reply. I've never it's seen a reply so quick. Assist as good as a goal in it, really.
4: But it was, it was the, uh, word, the the thing about it were, I mean, the video as video that we made came out on the Tuesday. Yeah. no one had said a word about it until he, he did his, his yeah. thing on the radio and then obviously it just all went nuts from there. Have it, you been
3: crap like when you did when you played earlier in the season, were you were you not good enough
4: for No, I've not I've not massively played all season. Obviously just one of them things we you, you want to be playing every week, but you, you understand that I'm fucking 37
3: now. Yeah. We actually, in Amsterdam, was the first time I've ever seen him angry. Oh,
4: Jesus, yeah. I didn't, I didn't realise at the time... I don't that angry. I, I, I didn't realise at the time yeah, that was. I got you. I
3: he think we said next day he went. I think he's still pissed off <laughs> with us. <laughs> Cause I Because I, like... I can't, what, what, you did, well, we went to the, the Rotterdam PSV. Yeah. Went to that game and... Obviously, Chris had done a bit of research before the game.
4: That were it, aye. And said, "Oh, oh we
3: okay. go to the all the fans go to this part just outside the ground, and there was hardly anybody there, any fans. It was a ghost town. Yeah, it, it looked nice, look, look, nice as if nice the had been bars. called yeah, off. Yeah. So basically, we've just started. afternoon lunch. We've just came, haven't we? But, but yeah. it
4: worked really. Uh, how he spoke he no, to be like, yeah. no, there's this, it's like a fans park
2: yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> a ma- it's a fucking maddening was it a fans mayor. park that's what he called it, wasn't it? no mayor. no the square I believe I called it and I did I did my research and I was told you know this is the place to be You're it's right. rocking
3: it, and it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't it were, it were but I'm not it was I'm there not it was but i am not i am fucking Judith Chalmers we had to get a tram to the ground from this said place where Campbell's we were called. no trams
2: on the buzzes it was good though wasn't it oh brilliant real.
4: Great atmosphere, brilliant. the game. The well, Dutch
2: do it right. Flows yeah. going booming. Not many people drinking though. Well, no. Did you, Did you see the comments as to why? <laughs> One point five percent. That's why. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's still four quid a pint. It's
4: like fucking witch piss. I was steaming. <laughs> <laughs> no, a was good, wasn't it? Yeah, Got a very good trip. If you've not watched it, have a watch on YouTube. It's uh, then foreign, foreign games are so it's like a, a totally total different atmosphere to here, isn't it? In Germany and Holland, everyone seems to just make a big event of it, yeah. doesn't it? It's yeah. sort of like a seven hour job. Yeah. You no, know I mean that like, you get to England like five minutes to go, people are just thinking, fucking hell, I'm gonna miss traffic here.
2: Mm. Cause it, was, it used to be a, a social event going to I football. I think it's expense I mean, though.
4: Yeah. We expect price tickets or whatever. I mean you can't afford to go and have fucking five pounds before. Yeah. Put yeah, a yeah. game, your pie, your programme, and then have fucking six pints after.
3: Thing is, New Year's Day, someone took eight thousand to blackpool. Back. That's impressive, that no, the winner, mm. League One.
2: They are about 15 years back, though, in Sunderland, don't be yourself.
3: What did you make of
4: uh, Leeds' spying?
3: Complete overreaction.
4: Yeah. But I, 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 does it make that much difference if you know someone's team? No. Really?
3: No. Gary Boyer at Blackburn used to be so paranoid about that. Because Blackburn's training ground was on a training ground. Oh, we've got to ground. play with ten players every week. <laughs> <laughs> on a tra- on a housing estate, so obviously the pitchers... Overlooked the houses, or the houses overlooked the pictures, and on a Friday morning, say for a, a woman used to be in the in the in the window doing her makeup, he was adamant that it was a spy, and we were like, surely she's just getting up for work and putting her makeup on, is that not? They've sent somebody. Thinking, is it some it's walking the, drag? It's a bedroom. Like, somebody estate is like just renting the room out on a Friday.
4: <laughs> he was honestly so paranoid about it. Assistant manager in drag doing his makeup taking notes. I think Kenner tells a story about Billy Davis just before the playoff final. I next to the training ground at Preston's the river, in there where people walk their dogs and that. And they're doing some work before the final and there's a guy walking his fucking Labrador and he's like, It's a fucking spy. It's a fucking spy. Got everybody in. finished training because of it. He's like, fuck the guy's walking his fucking dog. <laughs> but like, right, does it really have met? <laughs> uh,
3: another thing would boy when it was probably one of my last games under him. We played Shrewsbury in the cup. You've only been there a month. <laughs> <laughs> played Shrewsbury in the cup, ended up getting beat. I had probably the worst game I've ever had. For had Blackburn, wet- or? for Blackburn. I had, a- had Wednesday off, and then Thursday he's called a meeting. So all the lads are in there, and he started giving this big spiel about somebody in here has leaked the team. And I've come down. I've come down after the game, and their, their their manager. As I said, we knew your team before it. And I'm just sat there, like, obviously still gutted about the way I played on, on the Tuesdays. I didn't think anything of it. So I've gone out of train, came back in, and Grant Handley, the captain's come in come in the changing rooms, have gone, they know that they think it's you that's told the team. Like uh, Tony Grant, who was the first team coach, had said to Grant, Hey, Brownie, it was Brownie. So I've obviously lost my head completely and gone straight into the boy, and I was like, What's all this about? I said, it was like the third round of that cut. Probably of thought you
4: performance, you've got a fucking
3: better. <laughs> and I was like and he, he he wouldn't give us an answer. I was I was trying to get him to find out where it came from or whatever, and he just wouldn't leave it, he just kinda of papered over it and brushed it under the carpet.
4: So did
3: you? No. Did I fuck? <laughs> it
4: was yeah, we're a fucking, you were a double agent for every team that fucking <laughs> played against Blackburn, in, that's right.
3: Double agent for Preston going Blackburn and not scoring. So I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if it was a thing to try and get us out of the club or what, but it's more the fact I was just sat there like, and then the first team coaches telling other players that it was me. And the players obviously mm-hmm. weren't that Didn't bothered. Trust you like. No, yeah. I, I don't think they were that bothered. Anyway, we're getting our first guest in. Hi. Oh, Not well. rambling. Yeah. We're fucking. we're That was a terrible intro, wasn't it? Yeah, talking sense. It's going to take us a bit of time to get back into it, final, Bear with final us. Find the <laughs> screen again,
4: Find the <laughs> screen. Well, here he is. First
2: guest of the third series, over 700 career goals. Oh, over 700 it? career games, Fuck more than it. 200 career goals. I wish I would have
5: said
4: that. <laughs> wrong, <man>. <laughs> of
2: Masters Dream as <laughs> well? <Whoa. laughs> You must be the only man with three red cards in
5: one game. Yeah, I think it's a record, yeah. Three
4: red cards in one
5: game? Yeah, yeah, that for Aberdeen. There. For Aberdeen, yeah. How did so, that happen? So we played Dundee night, Dundee night live on Sky, um, and we was always third behind Celtic and Rangers, and Roy Aitken came with the manager, manager all the time, and he was under pressure. He says, basically, we need to win tomorrow. Sunday, live on Sky. Need me big players to perform, blah, blah, blah. And... Uh, I got booked after 30 seconds with a tackle on the left back. And I want, you know, Joe. I want the quickest fucking. So. <laughs> got there as quick as I could and
4: Still five minutes <laughs> late. Fucking five minutes late.
5: <laughs> but it was a left back, I can't remember, the foreign lad he was, and he squealed on the floor straight away. Got a yellow. We tunnel down, my head's gone. And it was the same tackle on the same lad. Went to play it down the line, left my foot in, fucking squealed on the floor. Referee gave me a yellow and then a red. And I called him a, a Scottish. As I walked off the pitch, the ref, yeah, you a fucking Scottish, <laughs> sh- you fucking cheating All that. So, <laughs> and then the as I as I as I, as I, as I walked down the tunnel, it was like near the corner flag, and I just punched the corner flag and it come out the ground. We come in, we got mate five. So all of a sudden, like referee assistant knocks on the door, and he says, "Can I have Windus and, and Mr. Irken in the referee's room, please." He just read the right act, reporting Mr. Windus for two tackles, which is a red, reporting Mr. Windus for calling me a Scottish. <laughs> That's another red. <laughs> and from punching the corner flag that could have endangered the supporters. That's another red. I got eight eight game ban, and I got two weeks wages by the club and two weeks wages by the SFA. Oh, <laughs> Three red cards. Three in
4: red, one red game. cards.
5: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a record.
2: You must be the only man as well. finished top goal scorer, two clubs in one season.
5: Yeah, that's because John was here, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's why we signed him. Was that shit? No, <laughs> Because I think it, I think why it was Nicky Bambi. The story was Nicky Bambi got injured, snapped his Achilles, did he? He was injured all the time. He in got injured. Hour, yeah. yeah. I got the phone call from from the chairman of Bradford saying that we we can't. We'd already been in administration. The chairman says we can't pay January February's wages. Looks like we're going to go into administration. Might go into liquidation. He says, and I can get three hundred and fifty grand as a loan deal for you until the end of the season. It'll save the club basically in a sense. And I would scored twelve goals for Bradford. At that time, and then uh, he said Hull City and Roy Keane Sunderland. He says, w- "Where do you want to go?" And it was a no-brainer. Obviously, my dad was still alive, and you know, my mum lives in Hull. And um, I said, Look, it's a no-brainer, you know, you know the answer." He said, "Well, I knew the answer. I was just
4: going." I wish you. I wish you'd have picked fucking Sunderland. Sunderland. <laughs> I <a> <laughs> no, videos. I was
3: there. He'd probably replace me. <laughs>
5: <laughs> and, um, but no, I just, it just, and I just says, "Yeah, fine," and then. I remember we went to Portugal, Yeah, yeah. So I, I met him at Medici's. mid, no, mid that mid-season? mid-season? Mid-season trip, yeah. Uh, uh, Murph was there. Murph, well, oh, good boy, Murph. eh? Oh, fuck my, my. Oh, good boy, <laughs> hey. And, uh, and Murph like, was fucking brilliant, I, I got on really well with Murph. And, and he says, bring your passport tomorrow, we'll go to Portugal. And my wife said at the time, you jammy bastard. <laughs> and then that's how I met all the group, really. And the first day, the first time, I don't remember when, Merv pissed himself Oh, them. Jesus Christ. So yeah. like, it was his birthday, weren't it? He had them yellow trousers yeah. on, didn't he?
4: The, the, day of his, the day of the fly was his, his birthday, yeah. and he came, and he was a bit of very eccentric, Merv, and it came in some, like... Yellow pants. Yellow Paddington Bear cross pants, a, a salmon T-shirt, yeah, yeah. and a fucking jumper pink, pink jumper, You know, right? tied around his neck <laughs> like Alan Partridge. <Alan laughs> stylish cat. Right? Loafers <laughs> on, no oh, socks. Right? Man. <laughs> so we went uh well, we went well, we, obviously so we got to airport didn't we in the morning like we he were said you could get on the pitch, <laughs> Yeah, go and we'd have a drink. So this is like eight o'clock in the morning we're like, oh fucking brilliant. So anyway it gets to we get to Portugal and we, we heads off that we can go one o'clock curfew. So we get in at sort of quarter past
5: one. So well, we, we went to that fucking brothel, didn't we? Yeah. Nobody I? nobody did that. Oh no we really. <laughs> In my strip club, it was,
4: it was all a, the cocktail menu there. <laughs> you know, so that, hey, that's, that's, that's a good one. That's a good <laughs> one. a fucking strip club. I remember. I remember Francie. Francie, our lads went in the fuck cracking. He's ordered three drinks, right, and she's gone uh, eight euros, eight euros. So he's got ten euros out of his. <laughs> so he's given her this ten euros. She went, no, 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 eight euros. He's like, yeah, there's ten there. Yeah. It was 80 euros for three free fucking drinks. <laughs> mate, Francis face. Fucking hell. Is that hard. Uh,
5: yeah, fucking brilliant
4: man. Anyway, so we get back to uh gets back to hotel and there's Steve Parkin, Murph, Phil, Phil yeah. Brown, uh, maybe Sam Maltby. Yeah, anyway, Sam Maltby, yeah. Uh, Physio, Psy and uh Murph's fucking piss. Ah, it weren't, weren't, yeah. weren't speaking, He was just going. So so that, yeah. So Murph's gone to, he's like wobbled off to the toilet and he's come back from the toilet and, and all, like down one side of his fucking yellow trousers, it's just, just piss. Map of Africa. Pissed all the way down. He <laughs> stood trousers. there, I didn't even go right? So he must have gone for a piss and obviously not took his gock out and he stood there and pissed. I can remember Phil Brown went, I think it's time for bed, Major.
5: <laughs> and he just wobbled off back to bed. But and the, we, first, the first, that was the first fucking night and I'm sat there, I've not kicked a ball yet, we haven't trained, fucking hell, fucking cigars, <coughs> fucking pines, fucking good move this, isn't it, you know what I mean? but we got on the flight, we got on the flight, and obviously I'd scored 12 for Bradford, and he, t- he was sat behind me, him and Steve Parkin, we st- sat behind me, no other I was sat with, at the front, and he just tapped me on the shoulder, and he said, how many goals do you think you get, from now to the end of the season, and I'd scored 20 in the last three seasons, for Bradford, I says, well if I score eight, that'll keep all city in the championship, and my eighth goal was against Cardiff, from 11-10. You know, so but yeah, it was. Listen, it was a great time. You know, to for me to to score the winning goal for to keep us up. You know, it was like a great achievement by the club, but for me to come back and do it, especially when I've been here in the nineties. You know, started off here, so it was, yeah, I never thought my life would get any better after that.
2: Be right, saying obviously late starter, twenty two turned pro, but building sites, P factory. Yeah, my mum worked at Bear's Eye. Yeah,
5: so he did it for six weeks P season. It's fucking great money, yeah. P season or pre-season. It pre- <laughs> <Yeah. He> went <laughs> from pre season to P season. Like, yeah, P season to pre-season. And uh no, I, obviously doing, you're doing you doing shifts, so like and all I was doing was just like getting these peas out so a van would come on the on the Weybridge, I'd go on to these steps, get a big fucking shovel like a thing, and get three big and put it in, in, in this thing and then send it through a machine.
3: kind of okay. piece, was Just like garden peas, <laughs> Just garden peas. And
5: yeah. I did that for six weeks, yeah, before I worked on the building site. Do you think that made you more determined to. Because, uh, yeah, I fucking hated to, working. To get, right. to get back into it? I hated working, yeah. It was fucking horrible. Because um, all my mates who got contracts, you know, like Neil Buckley, Lee Jenkinson, I used to go my them at a pack. I used to stand in South standing alone with mates and I was jealous to fuck. I used to yeah. think, well, I was better than these, but obviously I wasn't, you know, in that time
3: started very serious, haven't we? Any Christmas do stories?
5: <laughs> <laughs> must be due one. We need to, to reel really it back in, don't we?
3: Yeah.
5: yeah. We to reel really back in. <laughs> it's taking what we're good at. Yeah. <laughs> but listen, it's fucking one of them. I mean, it's, it's an ad, ad, people think it's a, an easy career, isn't it? You've got to sacrifice your life. Yeah. People go, oh, yeah, you're earning a few and you've got a big house and big cars. It's not all fucking rosy. You know, it's not mm. all fucking rosy. You've got to work hard and you're training every day. Yeah, you love training. I love. Listen, like you say, because I worked on a building site yeah. in a factory, Fucking training every day is a breeze for me. Getting yeah. paid for something that you fucking love. Do you know what I mean? And all the banter and that, and fucking every day, talking about what's going on that weekend and that. It's fucking brilliant, man, isn't it? You know what I mean? The banter. That's, that's what I've missed. That's oh, what I've missed. God, you'll miss that, mate. It's fucking horrible. Just the crack. It's horrible. Do you know, you go in that changes every day, and fucking things you used to do, man. It's fucking, if, the, if you had CCTV cameras, man. <laughs> <laughs> see, all that's cheap. I mean, tell, us, done, um, tell us that,
3: that f- one when you first met.
5: Tony Warner so Tony Warner came in obviously uh, as a third choice goalkeeper Denzel we used to call him I phone the Falls and horses <laughs> <laughs> and he, 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 <laughs> sa- he said he said he he come in and he went oh my name's Tony blah 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 went round the dressing room shook everybody's hand he said hey, where do I sit I said there's a place next to me and uh, he got all his gear off he was fucking ripped well, I said fuck off sit, 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 sit. <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking breathing in as he gets his gear up <laughs> and then all of a sudden he got the old fucking Hampton out didn't he <laughs> <laughs> we've heard a lot about this Hampton haven't <laughs> we well, biggest fucking, man in football apparently well him and Dion it was fucking it was like sword fight. I've seen Dion Dublin's cock and it's like, on the fucking par with him like <laughs> and he sat next to me and he's got his cock come out and I'm like fuck me, that's fucking massive and I just like straight he's only been in the chain he was fucking five minutes and I says, can I hold it? And he says, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> and as I've gone and fucking grabbed it, I went, God, in it fucking heavy? <laughs> he's he getting a bit of a fucking touch on <laughs> <laughs> And he always says to me now, because obviously you, you, you mentioned he's at Accrington now, and every time I see him and he goes, I remember when I fucking first came in that day. Like, <laughs> so I've never been welcomed into a dressing room like that in my life. But he was a fucking great lad, Tony. imagine any other workplace? No, no. oh, you any imagine any other
1: workplace?
4: Because is there any chance I can just have an hold of that? You know what
5: I mean? Yeah, you go in the factory and somebody's yeah. in the toilet. Yeah, just have a. Look. You get fucking. You get. You, you get locked up wouldn't you. Yeah, you get sacked and locked up. Yeah. So you have got to be mentally strong in that chair. Yeah. Because you know? if you don't, you just you just crumble. You yeah. just get you get ruined. You know what I mean? And it's. I was an apprentice, and Billy Whitehurst and Pete Skipper and Stan McEwen and all them. that was here I'd always get my balls blacked every fucking day. They'd ping me on the fucking chair with dubbing all over your bollocks. Like, imagine doing that now? You get strung up. You get in sex offenders registered. Of <laughs> but that's, but that was a learning curve Do you know what I mean? And you, and you but I was a cheeky little bastard, so I didn't care. Do you know? Like all oh, the other ones, the quiet, like John said, you get the quiet ones. They get picked on more because yeah. they're like, do you know the they tried to bring it out of you, don't they? Do you know, look, like,
4: but, then, I, but then later that when Dino's yeah. got fucking forty thousand people, calling call him
5: a Yeah, exactly. You know, he's like, mentally strong yeah, from from has been. Yeah, no, I would say, like, when I sound pro and that, I'm gonna be an horrible bastard, you know, to these apprentices and that. Yeah. But I, I never was really. I, do you know what I mean? You'd have a little bit of a go. and never, like, ever laughed with them and, you know, get them in the change rooms and making them sing without one and that shit, you know. <laughs> you know, like, you know, like, because they, they, they make you, they make you they'd make you dance with a broom pretending it's a bird without <laughs> one you know I'm going what would you do with this bird in a club? and you're fucking dancing with a bird you've got to kiss this broom <laughs> yeah. so you know, like the broom the mop and that you'd have to pretend that's the bird's hair and then you're thinking what the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> all the pros would be sat round like going sing us a song with this bird and that you know what I mean you'd have to dance without one and I didn't have any pubs or fucking bollocks at that time. I mean. <laughs> you started your career at
2: 22. I know, exactly. You said yeah. you were I was a
5: little, Yeah, I was, yeah. <laughs> all, the, all the other lads had fucking tashes and all that and fucking beards, and I had fuck all. So I used to get picked on that way, but, but you had to be strong, you had to be fucking, you know what I mean? But I, I was the only one in them days that you could go in the change rooms without knocking on the door because I'd take the books in. There was, oh, no, there was the kit man as well, two kit men who had these big skips who'd... So we was the only two or three of us that could walk in. The rest had to knock on the door because she had to earn the right to go into that first team change room.
4: Yeah.
5: Do you know I remember being at Middlesbrough once and me and Paul Lynch were getting a massage on the in the change rooms and going back to the we had the sauna in the steam room. This this young kid walked with a towel around him. He just come not walk in the change rooms. To go in the sauna or the steam, whatever it was, and the just jumped off the seat and grabbed him and said, Where are you fucking going? He said, I'm going for the steam room. He must be been he walked in, he went, fucking get out of this changing room. You've got to earn the right to be in this fucking changing room. And, you know, that was just the way that he, people were brought no, up, probably it into it like that, that. a bit I, harsh, though, you think? I think it, it, that was in 2000, so I thought, like, I, I, I'd have just That's let the normal. kid come in i just let the kid Yeah, I'm not like that, you know what I mean, I think. As long as he dance with a broom think, ball and Yeah, exactly. <laughs> as long as, long as, as you imagine, want a good mover. Like, like, but imagine saying that to a kid, you know, now. Nah, you, oh, you, you, what's you, not
4: helping yeah. them fucking wiping their
5: asses? No, I mean, and they're wrapped in Cottonwall, they yeah. are. You know, even professional footballers now, you know, first team players. You have like a, a geezer who sorts out all your bills now and all, you know, I've heard players ringing uh, a lad who works for the club saying, my sky do not work, can you, can you do it for me, can you get somebody to come round?
3: Well, fucking bring up yourself
5: yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean they're just, they're just wrapped up yeah. just. what happened with uh, Demo and McPhee I don't know they was Demo it was um me Danny Coles so Steve McPhee used to fucking bring in his girlfriend at the time I don't know why because you get dinner after football after training don't you? you get your fucking lunch and Macca used to bring a packed lunch in every fucking day
2: little Tupperware little fucking yeah. Tu- yeah. yeah
5: do you know how your mum used to do for your fucking yeah, raisins in a box yeah but it was sandwiches right <laughs> so every day he'd bring his sandwiches he'd put it on his place and he put his towel of his sandwiches um, and one day I said Macca why do you keep bringing sandwiches in that he said we'll, we'll get dinner after, after training he went ah my missus just fucking she, she's obsessed she just wants me to fucking have a sandwich at, and she just wants me to do a packed lunch and every day and I went well we'll do it do you tell you? yeah yeah but I don't want to offend her so I just does that. and I just put them in there. I don't eat them <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean so I put them in the bin or whatever so I remember being on the training ground and uh, I says to Danny Coles I went come on quick I think Macca was doing some finishing or something. I said come on quick we'll fucking go get Macca sandwiches he <laughs> went what eat them I went yeah yeah we'll eat them yeah so I woke said, but we get the sandwiches have a fucking couple of sandwiches put the rest in the bin so Danny went I went to Danny Coles I went yeah fucking but you don't need to any the shit. So uh, Danny calls me a shit. So he goes in the toilet, and i am he's having a shit, and I'm holding his lunchbox. <laughs> <laughs> and his shit's in the box. I put the top on quick. Keep it fresh. Put it under his towel, and wait for him to come in the change rooms. <laughs> so as we're in the change rooms, I've gone like that. I've gone, fucking, work. time's dinner. Time's dinner, he walks in, he's fucking getting his gear off. He's not going to do his towel. I said, fucking, a demo came in then, a demo, I'm fucking starving. I'm so, can everyone sign this? I've got a bit of a fucking check on like. He went, Ah, you fucking slagging me off about my fucking missus making me sad this. Now you want a bastard, don't you? <laughs> going, he said, Oh, go on out I went, No, no, no. I don't go in people's private property. I says, Can you get us one out? <laughs> and he obviously fucking pulls the towel over. And all of a sudden he could fucking. He's gone, Oh my fucking. <laughs> got, and i an met out. I went, What's up? What's up, Mike? He went, you fucking dirty
3: bastard! Oh wait,
5: I can't believe your you makes Mrs. McChugh's shit sandwiches right? <laughs> <laughs> And it was Danny Cole's, like he fucking, <laughs> what, fucking brilliant. Is he man. Fuming or oh, is he he's human, ah? Ah, he's fucking fuming. fuming yeah, yeah. He was but just the cracking at the banter If somebody did that to me, I'd give a fuck, you know what I mean? Yeah, you gotta, you gotta take
4: rough with Yeah,
1: yeah, It's right? like you said though.
2: Any other profession? When Julie asks you for accounts and she's doing your edit, so you take a shit in before you pass it on. Yeah, it's not gonna be going well, is it? Yeah or, or,
5: yeah, or somebody out the office, like with me, with my job here as, as the ambassador. Somebody pisses me off and we'll go all night out and shave one of the girls' eyebrows off. Yeah. It. It's not really going to go down well, is it? You might be in front of HR, were you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. On Monday morning. Another letter I've got. <laughs> Get this. Brace
2: yourself. Brace yourself. But in 2018, 41% of all football revenue in Europe's top five leagues was earned by just 13 clubs. Hey, much is that? Ridiculous. And even financial fair play, that's a waste of time. You just boost your sponsorship deals, cover the costs. So the big question is, is the competitive balance between the big boys and the smaller clubs non-existent? Is it just going to get worse or is the bubble going to burst? Well... Do you know what I like to do when I'm contemplating these conundrums? I like to put my feet up, front of the log fire, and flip through The Economist. I'm telling you, the misconception is it's all about finance and economics. But no, no they've got all sorts in there, arts, technology, entertainment and sport. Cutting out all the noise, all the bump, all the nonsense, just the facts. We're all about the facts, you know that. Which is why every listener of Under the Cosh can get themselves a free copy of The Economist. Straight to the door, just text 78070 with the word UNDER without the E, just like the title UNDR. And you can get your free copy of The Economist, which has been the trusted source of intelligence for over 170 years. I mean, with that much experience, you can't go wrong, can you? It's the smart guide to the forces changing your world. So if you're always asking questions and want the facts and not the noise, text under without the E, just like the title to 78070. Before that success we hold our second spell promotion with Bradford, first taste of Premier League football. 30 yeah. year old. Paul
5: Joel was brilliant, brilliant. He was he was fucking young manager. Yeah. You know, training never changed. You know what you're doing every day? Because we're winning games. Second year. Fucking hell, it was disaster. Really. You brought in Carboni and Stan Collymore. David Hopkin now he was there as manager. What was Collymore like? Great lad. Was he? yeah? Fucking great lad, yeah. First fucking couple of days he brought in loads of fucking fireworks. So before we get to do warm-up, he went, "Dear sharp, look what I've got in the back and here," And he puts it on the fucking train again and he fucking lights him. Oh, and it's all going off fucking everywhere. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and then when it all finished it, then all the grass, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And I'm like, fucking Paul Joe's like, uh, no, Chris Hutchins at the time because so Paul left. He's going, what's he fucking doing? <laughs> fucking, great. but what a great lad, by the way, fucking great lad. And then he got punched in Birmingham, somebody punched him and uh, the, the paparazzi found out about it and, and all of a sudden he comes in the training ground and all the press were outside the, the, outside the ground waiting for Stan to come out to see. If, and he only had a little nick on his nose, yeah. little nick he had. So all of a sudden I went to Stan he said, yeah, I know. He, he said, but cover my face up like a mummy. <laughs> and the feelers was, though I've been fucking kicked off. You only had a little fucking <laughs> so, so we're like that with his fucking bandages in the fucking change room and you could just see his eyes. So he comes out with his training gear on and all that comes out, the press are thinking that they're gonna see his face. Yeah. Cause they're thinking, well, he's being belted. They just wanna see the fucking wounds that and put in the press, you see? So he comes out, me and Sharpie banding his head up and all you could see was his eyes. And he gets in his car and then in the, in the papers, you just see Stan driving with his fucking mouth. <laughs> Everybody thought he'd be fucking in. <laughs> but yeah, I was a fucking good lad, Stan. It was a good lad.
2: Most players, that would be the final swan song, 32 in Premier League, and you'd think you'd be coming to end of your career. and yeah. It's like it's almost just dying.
5: Yeah, it was fucking oh, hell. I never thought I could play in the Premier League. When I got the move to Bradford, and then we got automatic promotion, and that year we didn't, I didn't go on all day and I just trained every day. Me and Martin Gray, just tra- I just trained every day. Yeah. Because well, no, you didn't
2: think you were good enough?
5: I just think that, I, no, because I knew there was all athletes. And I knew I was fit, but I thought, do you know what I mean? So, like, I think I, I might have had a week off after, trade, after you know, promotion and that. And, but then I just started, I rang Martin up because he lived in Bister where I used to live. And I said, I've got to move to Bradford, like, do you know what I mean? We got promoted and I fucking, I, I need I, I need to get back, as fit as fuck. And I just went back and I was fucking fit as fuck when I went back. And I, cause I thought I was struggling in the Premier League, you know what I mean? I was fucking playing against Arsenal that fucking Arb- uh, at fucking Highbury. Fucking David Seymour was quicker than me. <laughs> That's how fucking athletes was, you know what I mean? We are playing, playing Arsenal on a, on, a, on a, I can't remember what was Saturday or two. Paul Jewell said, stay in the game for 20 minutes. And Vieira scores after fucking five minutes. 1-0 <laughs> down after five minutes. And like, we have gone 4-3-3, because we are going 4-4-2 and we two. We're getting over a run. So the gaffer fucking changed, it's 4-3-3. And I was playing right side of the three in midfield with Stuart McCall sitting and Gareth Wally on the left. And I was on the right, and that's when Thierry Henry was left winging then. I'm chasing that fucker all afternoon. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, mate. It's like a steam train just fucking... Around. And I'm like, and we'll get... Gary Walsh must have pulled off about fucking 40 saves. And then about 15 minutes, 20 minutes left, fucking board goes up. Henry's coming off. I fuck, <laughs> <man." laughs> Over miles comes off. <laughs> fucking quicker than him, by the way. I'm like, oh, fucking, you're having a laugh at you, by the way. <laughs> and that was... Welcome to the fucking Premier League. How was Blakey? It was the fucking tramp He was my. <laughs> <laughs> He's sk- our next guest, by the way? So, oh God! He, honestly, we'll just play. He be f- He'd come in with fucking tracky bottom with like bits all over his flip flops. A fucking tramp he wasn't. <laughs> but it, what a fucking player he was. Ability wise, yeah, brilliant. If one. he if he got fit, I used to have a got him all the time because I was like fit. And he was just go get yourself right. You know what I mean? He was always had that big ass and fucking used to eat Chinese all the time and you know really unhealthy food and never really drank wasn't a big drinker but he'd like just eat the wrong foods and that but technically fuck you know he'd win a game for you do you know what I mean and obviously went on to to play for Burnley and that and scored that wonder goal mm. against Man United the fucking volley and it was a bit of a lonely tune, really, sometimes, but fucking great lad, him and John Dryer. Do you remember Tumble, Tumble Dryer, John Dryer? <laughs> <laughs> fact, just to call him Tumble, Dryer. <laughs> yeah, him Tumble Yeah, I was calling Tumble, because fucking Tumble Dryer. But we had a great Dean Saunders. Dean Saunders, brilliant. I remember, Dean, I remember when he fell out with Jim Jeffries, and he come in, and Bobby Brown, his name was Billy Brown, but he'd call him Bobby Brown, the singer. <laughs> he'd go, I've, I've never heard of you. Never heard of you. So all of a sudden, he comes come to the change room, and he went, in his Scottish accent, like, Billy Brown, he went, hey, you know the gaffer wants to see you. He says, what do you want? He says, oh, he wants to, he said, to come here. Like, he <laughs> I mean, said, yeah, uh, he forgot what I was saying, i say in front of all the players, like, we we're all sat there, like, you know, like, waiting to go training. Like. He's going, no, he wants to see you in there. No, no, bring him back. He said, what? He said oh, just fucking tell me what he wants. He says, well, uh, Dundee United have come in for you. He went, what? He went, Dundee United have come in for you. He went, why do they need a chairman? <laughs> he said, want me to bar the club. <laughs> Wait, tell the gaffer I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> fucking brilliant. Fucking brilliant.
4: Middlesbrough, and then you had a loan to... Wait, to no, wait a minute. No, when you were at Middlesbrough, is
5: that when all the big guns started coming in? Oh, fuck my yeah, fucking... Well, there was, was you go go, Alan Boxich. Alan, Alan Boxich was on 100 grand a week to, like... Uh, what, what year is this? And then 2000. I signed in 2001. We, we all found out he was on fucking 100 grand, so I'd take home 60 grand. He had his house paid for, car paid for. He never used to eat with the lads. He just fu- He's a great lad, like. I used to get on really well with Alan. But What's a fuck? He was the best centre forward i ever played. No, I just respect John. He was the best. <laughs> I, don't mind, I don't mind you getting <laughs> fucking... I don't mind Alan Boxing's fucking coming but, up, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He was He was fucking... He was unique, man. He was fucking... He was brilliant.
4: Was, I, was, he, was he a big smoker? Yeah,
5: smoked. He didn't really drink. He, he, he'd sit in the foyer in the morning and fucking have a fag. In the morning, like, when you come down for breakfast on the day of a game we just sat there in the fucking fire out from the fucking fag Insane that. I never used to say out to him really. He was like but he always tell a stories that um I was buying a I was buying a 93 Saab soft top. And I'm on the bus so we had like a double decker so the players would be upstairs and the staff would be downstairs and we'd play free Cardi Brag at the back. But Alan used to sit at the front and that with fucking Mark Swartz on. And, and I'm on the I'm on the I'm looking at this magazine, I'm looking at this yellow Saab. I thought I'm different me. I like you know what I mean? So goes to, <laughs> go to, go to the yeah. Saab garage and I'm fucking this yellow Saab's going round and like, a, and I thought and my wife's like well you can't buy that I said no, I fucking want that I want that <laughs> about 33 grand at the time so I'm on the I'm on the fucking coach and Alan's there and I've gone to let so call them, the fans who sing Super Al Boxes so I has got Super Al what do you think of this and you go yeah nice don't know about the colour but nice nice guy Yeah, I'm thinking of getting it I'm thinking of getting it Yeah, yeah, no problem, no problem. Nice car, nice car. So I ended up buying it, and then comes in yellow, yellow, yellow. (laughs) (laughs) And about fucking three weeks later, fucking Alan sat reading this fucking magazine, this big fucking whatever it was. He's gone, Dino, Dino here, here. He says, "What do you think to this?" It was a fucking yacht. (laughs) (laughs) He went, "When I fucking retire, I'm buying this Mediterranean." Fucking fag, <laughs> I hate football, I went, I went, don't like the colour Al, <laughs> <laughs> but fucking honestly, and he, he used to, he used to, Robbie Stockdale used to see him all the time at uh, Teesside Airport and he used, he was single and he used to bring in like welders from Croatia and he used to say like, he'd bring him in for three months or a month or whatever it was.
3: Short term loan. So, <laughs>
5: just a short term and what he would do, true story, He'd, he'd, he'd live, he'd live he'd lived on Winyard, so like where all the big like Gary Pallister and all of them used to live like that. He was he, these were the rules really for him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the, <laughs> fucking rules, <laughs> <is. I>
5: come <laughs> up. You, go. you cook for me, you clean my house, and you make love to me, and they'll pay. He pays them to do it, right? And they come in two months, three months, next one ship it out, bring in the one in. <laughs> Honestly, right, fucking incredible. So one day, true story, one day Alan comes in next morning, he's fucking fuming I'm going, what's up, what's, what's that, what's that, fucking women, fucking women. I'm going, what? what's, what's what up? fucking bad.
1: When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.
5: So what she'd done, when he'd gone training, she has gone out for a run around Winyard and got lost. <laughs> so he comes in, so he doesn't eat with us because she's cooking when he gets home, you know, whatever, and having, having a bit of sex or whatever. So as he's gone, he's, like, he's opened the door and there's no fucker there. <laughs> oh, he's not happy. Not happy. So, the aroma of his teeth. Oh, God, you. so he's like, he's like, where the fuck, you know what I mean, these are the rules. And about, he said about 45 minutes later, fucking knock on the door, two coppers with his bed. <laughs> he said, "Yeah, is this, you, you went, no, oh, thank you very much, thank you very much. He got her bags, he went, can you take her to the airport? Please? <laughs> Fucking go out. <laughs> he had the ba- he had the bags packed. <laughs> Wait, you know the rules. <laughs> I pay for you to clean, cook, and I don't pay for you to go running. <laughs> fucking brilliant, man isn't it? Fucking no, you can't, right? Can you? you? Oh, <laughs> on my watch.
2: Brilliant.
5: <laughs> really, take her
4: it to the airport. <laughs> Can
5: you take her to the airport? Because she's not fucking staying here anymore. <laughs> Brilliant.
2: You can imagine him coming
5: in fuming because oh, he's up, yeah, well, straight upstairs with bags out. Well then you are the rules you see. <laughs> brilliant. Eh? Rules are rules. We're nice to get a woman like that now, <laughs> was it? <laughs>
2: <laughs> what happened at FIFA Fur play there?
5: Yeah, it was that um uh, Tony Finnegan were playing at Cheltenham. Is that Cheltenham? Yeah. And uh I didn't know it was FIFA third. No what up. is FIFA third? For yeah, yeah I, I was. I don't, I don't know. Just imagine, like, imagine na- beforehand. Listen, lads, you've it's got the third yeah, player Yeah, yeah. So exactly. nothing Nothing too yeah, heavy. You've got to be nice to them. <laughs> I didn't even know it was that day. I don't, I, as you say, I don't even know what it means. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I, listen, I was, I was one of them where I'd try getting anybody sent off. Do you know what I mean? It was like you, you just have banter with it, the opposition, wouldn't you? try and wipe yeah, people me, up yeah I mean like Des Walker used to hit me and fucking be like that and this Tony Finnegan we've, got, we've gone up for a ball and we both landed on the floor and I've just like I don't know what I, I, I don't know if he gone and elbowed me or whatever I don't know what it was and I can't remember the manager at the time um, and he didn't like me the manager either and as I fell on the floor i fucking got his boll- I've squeezed his his bollocks as hard as I could because I just <laughs> wanted him to punch me I thought, if I get a reaction here, I can. Because the referee couldn't see me grabbing his knackers, you know what I mean? And I've just gone, I've squeezed. Well, you imagine fucking you're gonna, you're gonna react, are you? Do you know what I mean? And as, he, as I've gone to squeeze his bollocks, I think we're winning 2 0. Squeezed his bollocks as hard as I could. And he's just fucking lashed out. And I've like, as though he's like killed me, do you know what
4: I mean? have <laughs> <laughs>
5: gone down like a sack of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so as I'm like that on the floor, fucking everybody's running. And I'm on the floor and I could see from my fingers like <laughs> John Ward, John Ward, the manager. And all of a sudden I've gone like that, and, I, and as I've looked up, he's got a straight red, this Tony Finnegan, John, John Finnegan. And as I've gone like that, and I've looked at John Ward like that, and I've gone, <laughs> <laughs> and fucking smile like, and he's fucking fuming. John Ward is fucking fuming. So as I've gone up like that, and Finnegan's like, when you're a fucking disgrace, I'm going, bye, goodbye, goodbye. goodbye. we ended up winning a game, like, and after the game, I'm down the tunnel, and I'm stood like, and John Ward's come out here, and you're a fucking disgrace. You're a cheat. And I I says, tell you what, just wake up in the morning, right, look at the paper, 2-0, win this one goal. Who gives a fuck about if I'm fucking cheating or not? (laughs) I think you need to fucking find your captain for lashing out. (laughs) I said, because I didn't go out. But listen, that's the game, isn't it? That's the way you, you
2: do it, isn't it? You pride yourself on that a bit, over that white line, cross that
5: white line. Different person. On in the house, fucking cry, baby. I'll cry at anything, and but when I cross that white line, I just want to win, I'd do anything to win a game of football. Who's uh, best opponent? Can give you a run for your money. People say, well, "What was the best player you played against?" You know, it was like Gascoigne and blah, blah blah. And I always just say the worst one was Sav. You know, because I used to say it was a bee in a bottle. You put a bee in a bottle, what does it do? It Just fucking just buzzes around. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And he was like that, Savvy. He was a fucking horrible bastard going go around trying to kick people. And he was he was banter. He was fucking brutal. Do you know what I mean? He, he, he'd like try and ruin you in the game and that. And he was calling me a fat bastard and skint and this, that, and the other and you shit. And he was fucking that, blah, blah, blah. Before the before the game, Paul Jones did give his team talk and he's gone, we can win the game today. Do you know, you know, these are the games we can stay in the Premier League to win these games. Blah, 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 blah. And he went to me. And he went and you. Don't get involved with fucking Savage this afternoon. He <laughs> said, because he try to are you up, get you sent off. I know, I know you're an angry fucker sometimes. I said, I won't get involved with him, Gaffer. No, he's a fucking pub player. I won't get involved with him. So I comes out for a warm up. someone soon as comes out, he's gone, no, then, Fatty. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> fucking head's gone already. You know what I <laughs> mean? So I'm in the game. We've had a bit of a ruck, fucking gone to pull his hair or whatever, this, that, and the other. And we get battered. We get battered 3 0. You know, and the gaffer's coming at the end, fucking God everybody. He's gone 2,500 fucking fans turned up to watch that pile of shit. He says, he was going to be off tomorrow, but you're in half ten. I smell any drink on in here. Two weeks wages, fine. So I get up to get a shower, fucking sit down. He went, what did I tell you about fucking Savage? He said, he's got into your fucking skin this afternoon. He's fucking wound you up, He's fucking done your afternoon. And what did I say? And all the players like, what did I say? He went, yeah, go for it. I'm going, oh, cheers, lads. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So after the game, I've come out after the game and Jerry Taggart's texting on his phone. And all of a sudden, I've gone, Tags, have you got a player's bar? He went, yeah, just up there on the left. Is he said, going for a pint? I went, No, no, I said, We've got to get on the court. He said, Why would why you want to go in there? I said, I've just had the biggest ball look in my life, full fucking that savage. I said, I'm going to fucking kill him. So he went, I'll come with you. I'll come with you. So I went, he went I want to fucking <laughs> I wanna see I want to watch it. this. I want to see this. Like, even, <laughs> even he didn't like him. <laughs> and uh, so I walks into the player's lounge and he's at the bar and I could see him. So Tags behind me and he's gone, He's, he's at the bar. I went, I oh, know, I can see him. I can see him. And then all of a sudden, as I'm walking, I'm thinking to myself, it was packed with kids and families At, I think to myself, how do I hit him without nobody seeing me, really?
1: Because <laughs> it's going
5: to kick off, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> So I thought... You I, don't want,
4: like your I don't want kids to see him.
5: No. So all of a sudden, I'm thinking, I'll just dig him in the ribs. I can't punch him, I can't nut him, I can't... So I thought, I'll just punch him in the ribs as hard as I can and then just walk out. I've got my flip-flops, my tracksuit on my fucking toilet bag under my arm and, and tags his behind me. And as I get close, he fucking waves. it has gone like that. Tags, he's going, he's waving Dean, I went, he fucking won't be in a minute. <laughs> and as it gets close to him, as I was just going to fucking, I thought, don't, ask, don't talk to him, just fucking hit him, straight, I, in. straight in the ribs or in the stomach or whatever, but in the bollocks, I was thinking his bollocks, I thought, so I just punched him in his bollocks. And all of a sudden he went, he went, all right, lad, have you, have you met my me mum and dad? Well, it's fucking killed me. <laughs> I thought, I, well, I can't hit him now, he's mum and dad's here. <laughs> so all of a sudden this, this couple at the bar and I've gone hello Mr and Mrs Savage Tag it's behind me going you fucking shit <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going no I can't hit him now he's fucking my dad here so I, and this couple sort of blanked me a little bit so I, he says oh do you want a pint I went no 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 mate I said I'm just coming over to say well played today <laughs> <laughs> I said we've got to get on the coach we can't have a drink his gaffer's gone mad at us he went no no problem mate I walked out and as I walked out I'm like fucking fuming, you know what I mean? You are shaking out <laughs> you before you have a scrub. And, <laughs> out, you know? and as I get on the coach, Jerry follows. <laughs> he went, do you know? He says what? He says, uh, all the best for the rest of the season, lad. I went, yeah, cheers. He said, that savage in know I went, yeah. He said, he's done you, and all after He said, yeah. He said, he's just done you again. I went, Why? He went, that one is fucking mum and dad. <laughs> 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 fucking killed me. And I, I, I actually, when I got on the coach, I was thinking to myself, no wonder these fucking couple were blanking me. i <laughs> got <laughs> <laughs> a clue, Mr. and Mrs. Savage. <laughs> oh, he's
4: the well for man,
5: He's honestly
3: known that you've come over. He's not, it. Oh, he
5: knows, he knows. He got wind of it. That was, that, you yeah. know what I mean? So somebody's gone, like, oh, he's fucking, you're filming, like. I'll tell you what, <laughs> fucking fair play yeah. to him man, yeah. oh, no, matter sure what, it, no matter what happened. No matter what he done throughout the game, that's I, w- I worked with him on BT when I did when Arsenal played my, uh, Hull City in the FA Cup. <laughs> and uh, fuck I told him he says he said I can't remember he said, I can't remember it, he said, but obviously I, yeah, we had a, I remember having a bit of a barney wear and that on the pitch player like you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But great lad, do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's like one of them like you say, you go on the pitch, you have a bit of a ruck, yeah. you come in, you have a pint afterwards. And that's that's how I used to play. And no animosity, that. yeah, no, none at all. You know, you, you you have arguments with people. Like, I actually didn't even want my own teammates to like me sometimes. Mm-hmm. Paul Gascoigne was—I was my idol. I remember watching DVDs of Gazo and that. And, uh, listen, I used to fucking watch him all the time when he played for Tottenham, when I was playing fucking non-league or playing full city. And he was just fucking—he was probably the best player in the country on the other time. And my first ever ever coming across him was when I played for Aberdeen against Rangers, and I couldn't stop looking at him. And uh, I just couldn't fucking, we're doing the warm up, and I'm looking at him, and I'm thinking to myself, stop staring at him. Do you know I Stop fucking staring at him. You know what <laughs> what I mean? Just do not you know somebody, you know what I mean? And every time we play against Rangers, we go 4 5 1. So I'd have to drop in on their midfield player, which was Gazza. He'd just go anywhere and get the ball, you know what I mean? And I've gone to fucking do him, and his reverse meg me, he nutmegged me. He started laughing. You know, I'm like, my head's fucking filled I'm just being fucking nutmeg by Paul Gascoigne, you know. And, was, and I've got, I don't know if I'm gay, but I've got a few fucking fetches with cops. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm going to have to go see my counselor and see what I've, I've changed. But it was, it was, I've got two photos at home in, me, in, in, in my house, and it, it's an near post corner. That goal when Christian Cameron scored a wonder goal. That was that night when Venables and I. And I'm on the near post. Paul Gascon's behind me and somebody's on the post. So we lined up him. So I'm in the front. So I get the Alviny Jones one where you go to grab his bollocks. So as I'm grabbing his bollocks, the picture shows like, and he's looking down. And I remember Gazza going, Do you think my cock's big, Dino? Do you think my cock's big? <laughs> and I'm like fucking laughing. And But the, obviously the cameraman's took a photo of the picture.
1: Yeah.
5: In swinging corner, comes out, goes back out, goes out for another corner. So we set up again. Near post, Paul behind me, blah, blah, blah. This time, I've gone like that, I thought, fuck, I'll squeeze your bollocks now, you cunt, you know what I mean? And as I've gone like that, he's got his knob out. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I've got his knob in my hand. How
2: was it
5: heavy? I, you know, I want as heavy as fucking turners And it's like, and you know, like the shock of it, and I'm like, fuck, I've got his, I've got, and he's going, it's big, Dean, isn't it? It's big, it's big. And obviously the cameraman's got it, but as you can see, Paul looking down, you can't obviously see his dick, you know what yeah. I mean? But I've got, I've got it in my hand, he's sort of like whipped it out thinking he knows I'm gonna do it again. And after after the game I went, like, What are you doing? He just said it's a shit game on it and that he said, Fuck heads you do so much stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but so I've that's my claim to fame is giving me giving my hero a wank. <laughs> 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 Brilliant. Yeah, but what a fucking character, what a player. On his day you you, you couldn't get near him, really.
2: how old were you when you come back to all then? Thirty
5: Seven, eight? Thirty 37.
4: That was my nail in coffee,
5: weren't it? We're fucking fetching a 37 year old man <laughs> to, to replace me at fucking 27. we are going to get more work rates out. Well, it? I tell you what, fucking the fact I don't know if you probably remember this, but we played Palace my first game and you started, I was on the bench. So we're on the coach and he says, You sub tomorrow? And I went, Yeah, no problem, no problem. He said, You're going to play with Big John. I went, like, Yeah, yeah, no problem. He went, And you're rooming with parking as well. I went, Oh yeah, no problem. No problem. <laughs> I didn't know him, didn't you know what I mean? I, didn't know I knew who it was, obviously. Cause we're tearing on me in York and like that. And uh, he says, "Yeah." So I was fucking tell the story. I don't know if you remember this, but uh, and you can this this can come out by the way. I'm <laughs> yeah,
3: <the, the> worried. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why I said it. shit what <laughs> I
5: don't. this. Don't yeah. be in the edit. This. Yeah. So um, you like your food, didn't you?
3: Yeah,
4: it's all I eat.
5: Yeah, exactly. Food <laughs> and. Uh, so, I always used to. So we'd have pre-match at oh half six. We so all meet downstairs, don't you? At half six. All eat together. The staff would go and have a bottle of wine or whatever, and have their meal. Then you go back to your rooms. So I goes back first. ever a fucking room and with John, and uh, about nine o'clock, I used to have a pint of milk and some toast from room service, right? And he's in the bath. I don't you remember this? <laughs> he's in the bath, and we had and I used because I love soaps. So I like, I try eating my dinner to get back for seven o'clock to watch Emmerdale.
1: <laughs>
5: Come back up, laid in bed, watching soaps, gets to about half eight quarts of nine o'clock. So I, he's laid in the bath, he's set, he's run a bath. So I'm, I said, John, I'm getting some room service. Bear in mind, we've only just ate about two, two, two. <laughs> he says, All right, do you want out? He went, "Ah, right, I get it. He says, well, I'm getting, he said, what are you getting? I said, well, I get a part of milk and a bit superstitious, like a part of milk and a couple of slices of toast, like before I go to sleep. He went, ah, yeah, get us some. I went, what are you want? He went, get me cheeseburger and chips.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I thought he was taking a bit.
5: I thought he was taking a bit. So I'm like that, I'm on the fucking former room service. I've gone, hey love. She went, hi. And I went, can I have a pat of milk and two slices of toast. <laughs> yeah, I'm white. Yeah, I'm white. Yeah. So he says, uh what else? I said, "Johnny, are you sure?" He went, "Yeah." He went, Can I kept cheeseburger. I fucking had the fucker. the fuck Bolly, <laughs> is it? Oh, fucking hell! Oh, really? <laughs> I thought, fuck me. A little bit of supper. Fucking <laughs> <Okay, no. laughs> <Okay>. hell. <laughs> and then we we'll get to the trip. We we'll get to the fucking service station, do we? So we'd get meet up at fucking Ferrybridge. <laughs> we'd be sat there eating a big cup breakfast, and that. You know what I mean? <laughs> fucking, uh, I remember fucking on a and there was one where you fucking spat your dummy out. I think one fucking training session, and we used to have the food in the canteen, like in that thingy canteen area, didn't we? And uh, Murphy was fucking. He'd be oh fucking brilliant man, he fucking Murphy. So. I don't know what's happened. He's fell out with somebody or he's fell out with a gaffer or whatever and all of a sudden he's got off the brown, training brown, Got yeah. off the fucking training ground. Right. By the time, time I walked off the training ground he's driving out the training ground. <laughs> so he's got a shower he's fucking pissed off whatever. So next so, ne- so we're all going fucking what's sort of parking like and I said I don't know he must have a hour or whatever. So so next day we've got a fucking gym session in the afternoon. So in the, we're in the little weight room and he's sat on the floor and we sat there and Marth comes in and this is how we used to speak, and he was go, ah, oh, fuck me, eh? Oh, fuck, good boy, eh? Hey? hey, good boy, hey Parky? <laughs> so he goes like that, and he goes, he goes, ah, oh, fucking hell, Parky. What the fuck was up with you yesterday? You <laughs> miserable. <laughs> f- so I was going, ah, oh, fucking out, Murphy. He said, Do you know the best thing about yesterday, Parky? You fucking off early. He says what? He said, there's more fucking food for the fucking rest of us. <laughs> you didn't have food you just <laughs> fucked up well I'm fucking hopeless mate like, don't we straight away just <laughs> stopped just stopped. yeah that was <laughs> it <laughs>
4: then. Back, back, back to normal the
5: <laughs> <laughs> fucking best thing you fucking did was fuck off <laughs> <laughs> fucking brilliant. Yeah. How, how did you
4: get on with uh, Phil Brown because we've had mixed reviews
5: yeah um, What? yeah well you didn't get on with him did you no, I did to start with yeah
4: to start with and then you know, when he fucking stitched me up on radio well,
5: that was me well, oh did you stitch up then mm. didn't you Listen he it, it was one of them Obviously with him signing me I was a bit of his fucking You know blowhard boy Scoring a few goals then You know And, and all the all, Like Listen the one thing he did He changed He changed after the Man City When he kept his out on the pitch And I had a great relationship with him I suspect I'd just go in his office and speak And He just sort of fucking lost it He lost the change room Do you yeah. know After that saying? Man City After the Man City yeah. Cause we're on Because we're on We're on six grand a win Do you know what I mean So we're on massive bonuses so he pulls me in. He pulls me in. And he says, uh, "Obviously, you're not going to get a lot of game time. Do you know, I'm 39 now. I've done my bit. All that, yeah. blah blah blah." I says, "Yeah, no problem." He said, "But I want you to be around the change room. You're a good character. This, that, and the, this, blah, blah blah. Keep everybody together. Because obviously, then he brought in Giovanni and people like that. Do you know, Daniel Cousins, fucking Ziyati, Bernard Mendy. So the change room got split a little. You know, it's yeah. like, you know, it's like. The, but these are because I've coming on a lot of money. You yeah. know, and we've. You know, I was on. I was on 10 grand a week. Which I was 39." Was on 10 grand a week, t- uh, two grand the appearance money, really two grand a goal. So I was happy. Do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm retiring at the end of the season anyway. But they're coming in, and so he says to me, Keep the dressing room together, not basically be a grass, do you know, just keep the lads together and that. He said, You'll be on the bench every week. Do you know what I mean? So I said, Yeah, no problem. He said, If I can get you on you, and you come on, you get you know what I mean. So I come on against Portsmouth and scored, and we drew 2 2. Giovanni scored a goal at Tottenham, free kick, beat Tottenham at, uh, at uh, White Hart Lane. But I'm in the change rooms after. I'm fucking. I'm. Like, I've got six grand. Do you know what I mean? Win bonus. So I'm. Everybody's in the change rooms. Fucking get in there, Joe. I'm like, yeah, come on. Now. And he's like that. Going, yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, like Pack is going, fucking great attitude, great attitude. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, I fucking got six grand sitting on me. <laughs> 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 the, right, the attitude. Up. But I just try to be. Listen, I wanted to play still. I was still fit. I yeah, just wanted yeah. to play. And I was knocking on his door every day. Do you know? He brought in Kellen Farland and back. And there once and, and Malon King came in and you know, and it was like I. Foreman's not scoring goals. I'll, I'll, I'm better than him, even now. When I'm thirty-nine. Yeah, I appreciate you knocking on my door that, but he, he sort of distanced himself to me. Mm. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, one day the list went up and I wasn't even in the squad, and they never said out to me. Something like that. I went, well, what, what the fuck's going on here? I mean, you've told me to be fucking around the chain I'm doing my bit. I'm doing my bit. You know, the, the most important for this football club is to stay in the Premier League. Yeah. yeah. It's not about team winners because I've scored the goal at Wembley. It's gone. That's finished. Yeah. And then. Uh, he went, oh, I just wanna put a couple of young kids on the bench for experience. And then I knew then. Yeah. And then uh, and then I just sort of fucking I spat me, dummy out. I just went, fuck you, yeah. you know? And then in the end I just and then I was doing loads of blogs. He pulled me in and he went, Uh if you write any more blogs, I'm gonna find you. I went, What are you on about? Fucking talking about all we'll I'm talking about my the football career, like, you know what I mean? Uh, Were you giving
3: him a bit in the mall?
5: No, 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 I wasn't slagging anybody off. I was just talking about what's good, you know what I mean? And I'm saying, Yeah, I wanna play and that, you know, and this and that and I went, and all of a sudden he pulled me in. He went, "If you do any more any more blogs, I'll I'll just find you. I keep finding you." So I said, "What's he got? A fucking end if you? What's he got? To fucking do with you?" He said, "I'm telling you, fucking stop your fucking your columns." I had a column in the Sun, doing a couple of blogs, and in the end I said to my agent, so "I said, look, he's fucking stopped me from doing it," and that's when the communication stopped. then. And yeah. then he pulled me in and he says, "Look, you won't be on the bench now." He says, "Save your travelling, don't come in. I'll still pay you till your contract's up." I said, "Fuck you, right, well." So I've got a contract. <laughs> I'm fucking right up. And uh, I was walking my dog on the weekend. And then all of a sudden I got a phone call from from the secretary who kept my voice. Nothing. He says, Oh, all of want to take you on loan until the end of the season. And I thought, Shall I play it? And I thought, I'll go. Lee Hughes is up front. I thought, Yeah, I'll go. They were fifth in the league. I thought, oh, Last Swan song, you know, get to the fucking player final or whatever. And it was the worst decision I ever met. Because, you know, yourself, you play a lot. No disrespect to all of them, no disrespect to the players. But when you play that, a decent level I'm flicking finger around the corner to fucking Lee Hughes and he's running away do you know what I mean and you're not on the same pit. you're not on the same yeah, fucking. Yeah. I'm on medium wave and you're on fucking microwave <laughs> <laughs> but Lee Hughes just went to running behind and and then the fans started getting on me back a little bit he did not play me against Leeds he put me on the bench and he brought me on the last minute and I, I, I just my head went I went You fucking taking the piss I've come here to do you a favour said I'm fucking 40 year old and you're fucking doing that to me. I said, not coming in no more. And I just went and I and I said to Phil Brown, I no, went, I'm coming back. Yeah. He says, oh you don't have to come back training, just fucking leave it, just stay at home. And that's when I officially retired at the end of that season.
2: And hold them though, man, at match in goal.
5: Fucking brilliant, this right? So fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd say penalty save.
1: Oh,
2: ah, yeah, well, I, 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 sa- I know. Really. It was a psychological save. It was fucking one of them. them.
5: Jelly legs. Yeah, well, I, I went to go for Bradford um, at at uh, <clears> south End. and this lad <laughs> fucking bent one in the top corner. I had no chance, and uh, and then at Oldham, it's at Leicester. Keeper got sent off, so I she has just pulled me over because I'm up top playing. Like, he's pulled me over. Says, Can you go and go? I said, Yeah, I've been in goal for a profit. He said, oh, go, go and go then. Sorry, right <laughs> So I goes in goal, but as the keeper's gone, brought him down, give him a penalty, he's given him a red card, so it's a penalty. So Matty Fryer's taking the fucking penalty. So I'm putting my fucking green top on, the old chance. You fat bastard. You fat <laughs> bastard. So I'm going out like with my belly, showing the fucking crowd in my belly and that. I'm putting my fuck, trying to get my gloves on, <laughs> fucking, out of there. And Matty Fryer's putting the ball on the spot. So I walks up to Matty Fryer. And as I've trying to intimidate him, and I've gone, you're going to let yourself down, you're going to let your family down. I says, and you're going to let all these people behind this goal, you're going to let them down. I said, because I'm going to save this bastard. i not horrible, if man. I don't know if I've got in his fucking head or not, you know what I mean? And I thought, because I used to take pens all the time, and I used to always fucking go like that and hook it. So I'd feared and then just last minute, just put my fucking my foot around it. And I thought, he's going to fucking hook this. So what I've done is, as he's in front of me, I've gone, I've stepped to the left, thinking that he's got me in my eye line. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I'll go fucking right. And as I've gone like that, and I've gone right, I've missed it, but it's gone past the fucking post. <laughs> I've jumped up behind the fucking goal. I'm like that. Was, <laughs> and they go, "You fat." And I've got that Matty Fry. It's gone like that. And after, and then after the game, John Sheridan did the fucking press. And it, and as I walked in, I said, oh, "He read all the press.' I went no you don't, Gaffer.' Don't you? he said that's the best fucking game you've had for me since I did it you enjoyed it now you've finished
2: ambassador uh, yeah All
5: listen the, the, the highlight of my life was to go that was I never thought my life would get any better you know, it was one of them defining moments of your life you've scored what 234 goals I think I scored and, it wasn't the best goal I've ever scored but the most important one mm. When you're 60, 60
2: million pound 60
5: million yeah it's, it's one of them do you know I always it say it was all that either going to be me or Bams, because Bams is a whole lad and yeah. I said to Phil Brown before three weeks before whatever it was when we are leading up to the final I said I'll score the winner and he went I fucking believe you I don't know why he said it but I did it and obviously to see it go in the back of the net and then win the game and all the scenes afterwards and you know it was, it was saying that uh, 250 grand win bonus we got, but the ex wife got that, so I wish blaze the would blazed <laughs> the <laughs> over the bar. <laughs> 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 she would a proper fan, that <laughs> day, <wasn't laughs> yeah. same, as,
4: same as you said. Like, I, I... I scored a goal here against Leeds, that kept us up, and mm. that's like one of my this... favorite ever goals. Yeah, but even though it weren't a sort of goal to get promoted or whatever, it was. The goal that kept It's us an up. important goal, isn't it? And it a for different reason, that's one of my that's one of my favourite goals.
5: But you have you you have a defining moment in a game. Steve McLaren, you say all the time. You got you get one defining moment and you, you either take it or you don't. And I always remember the game, it was the worst game in the world, really, in a sense. Bristol City were better than us. But they never took the chances. You know, I never took the chances that it changed my life really. It changed my life, you know, obviously with my job now as an ambassador of the club. You know, very proud, obviously being a local lad. Uh if my dad was alive, you know, he always wanted me to play for Old City and he, you know, obviously now if I if knew I had this job, you know, but it did change my life, really, because, you know, then I got divorced, you know, you retire, it's the worst thing in the world, retiring, then lost my father, defining moment of my life, um, through a heart attack and, you know, I, I got divorced and started drinking very heavily and got depression, really bad depression, tried to commit suicide, fucking head had gone. Don't know what had happened to me, never saw my children. Obviously fell out with the ex-wife at the time. we were good friends now, but we fell out at the time, which you do, through a divorce. Moved back to Hull and my life just went downhill. Just went downhill and then ended up in Sporting Chance, Tony Adams' clinic. For 26 days. And I would say like when I'm saying now, it's the best 26 days of my life because it saved my life. Now don't get me wrong, I won't class as an alcoholic, but I was alcohol dependent. And, you know, I'm a counsellor, I speak to my counsellor every now and then when you have good days and bad days and um but it was fucking tough. It was the worst period of my life.
4: Can you still have it? Can you ever drink now? Can ever drink now? Oh, yeah,
5: yeah. The trouble is, John, I was I was drinking, but I was like crying and you know depressed and fucking. So every time I was drinking, I was thinking about fucking years back. you know when your mum and dad got divorced? And, and then it just gradually, gradually, gradually. And the more, obviously, then then that that you know things that happened in my life with the with the divorce and losing, never saw my kids and fucking. Moved back to Hull and moved in with a young bed, which I shouldn't have done, and then the kids will not speak to me because I worked. It's just all a mess, do you know what I mean? It's all a mess, and then I just fucking went out drinking every day. Didn't go, to, didn't play golf, didn't go to the gym, put fucking toast on in weight. You know, everybody was like, fucking hell, what's up with ya? And then even, because my mum lived around the corner, not around the corner, but just around in Hull, and she, even she didn't know, I didn't tell anybody. And then it was, he, I always tell the story, it was Ian Ashby knocked on the door, and he says, what are you doing? And I fucking broke down crying. He went, you need fucking hell by the way. And he went on to, to Clark Carlisle, who was PFA rep at the time, big big wig. And uh he rang Sporting Chance up. And I went for an interview. <laughs> you go for an interview to see your early crackers like. And uh I went in there. You just have an interview to, to get in. You have to go in to, to like sit in front of these councillors and but I couldn't speak. Was fucking snot coming out of my nose, crying and my mate took me there. It was Lip Hook in in near Portsmouth. And I didn't want to go, I was scared, so scared. So scared it was. It was like so. I moved back to home my, my wife, my ex wife, had put me in the house. I stayed in Josh's bed for till I went to rehab. Uh all, It was all over the papers, all over sky, you know. And it's so basically it was on them where you, you, you you're not the hero. Score the goal at Wembley, the the, the the lad walking around Morrison's who tried to commit suicide, and it, you know and then your kids find out about it. And there was at school. It was just a bad time, really bad time. And um, but when I went to rehab best twenty six days of my life. I was scared, don't get me wrong. It was tough. you know, tough days and you know, good days and bad. What
3: were you scared of before you went? Was it the realisation, The truth. Yeah.
5: The truth. I think that, you know, if you if anybody I know I did a mental health yesterday and sometimes it is really hard to talk about it sometimes, but it's one of them where now, you know, everybody finds it hard, you know, in your sense, not just sports people but general public. Do you know that they don't speak out about it. But now I know that I'm not cured, I understand that, but I don't cry now when I speak about it, which I never could speak about it when my dad died, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and then going there, going to Tony's place and that was, was was like, yeah, very scary. You know, they take your mobile off you for the first three days, you got no fucking contact with the outside world. You're doing sessions, one-to-one sessions, group sessions with the three lads who I was in with. It's like a house that you live in, you know, but then you, I went to the gym every, you had to go to the gym every morning in between counseling sessions at um, uh, Champneys, that was just down the road. So we go there, that's where we eat our food, and I lost a stone and a half in work, never drank for 65 days, went to AA meetings, which everybody thinks AA meetings are a bit, ooh, full of tramps or that, Fucking you know, some wealthy people that, mm-hmm. you know, Eric Clapton was in one of our fucking meetings, and he stood up and he went, I'm Eric Clapton, I'm an alcoholic. Now if he can fucking do it, mm. yeah. do you know what I mean? and I'm like that going fucking hell Eric Clapton's off there give yeah. us a song Eric give us a, yeah you're thinking yeah go on fuck that boat we're to get up and start yeah. singing The are entertainment on <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking what's he what fucking doing here and the next minute stands up in front of 250 people going I'm Eric and I'm like, "I'm an alcoholic what fucking rapper did did do you you know when you said you had 60 odd days yeah
4: were you thinking that's me I can't have a drink again no or, no. Did because you know yourself
3: that you weren't I knew
5: I, knew, I, knew I wasn't I, I knew that I wasn't like I can't say the people I was in with, but I was in with, with two. I was in with three sportsmen. One was a cricketer, one was a footballer, and one was like a, an ex-coach who was living in America. Now, two of them were alcoholics. Now, I saw what they were like. They were like fucking anxiety, fucking panic attacks in the morning, you know, because they were full turkey, Cold turkey. And you, I could, you know, but you become a, you become a little bit of a family, mm. you know. You, you, you were three lads for twenty-six days, morning, noon, and night. You are having counselling sessions as a group. But then you have him one one-to-ones. And and I'm like fucking trying to babysit these two alcoholics. Do you know what I mean? And they're like, I knew that I I like now can I can take it. if somebody said to me, go have a joke for two weeks, I'll give you 20 quid. i piss it. it went, but these lads couldn't. Yeah. And I thought, I'm not like these. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I spoke to my counselor in the end, he said, What are you gonna do when you go away? I said, I'm gonna go for a pint. <laughs> says, it's, it's, because, been work. it's been hard, it's been hard. Work. hard work. <laughs> but but the, ob- the 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 objective of, of the of the sessions and the counselling was to get out your demons, mm-hmm. to just to so there was no stone unturned really. Every time I spoke to a cat, and I always remember the last two days, and I, I and I felt good. I'd lost a lot of weight. I was fucking ru- running, you know, madman really, mm-hmm. doing loads of weights. Like and, 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 what you do, you have a family, mate. You have a family day, and my ex wife, I got a driver to drive my ex wife up because I thought I'm gonna try get back with my ex wife here. You know, I've, my head's fucking sorted. I don't have to lie anymore. I don't have to, you know, all the things, I've bad things i had done by having an affairs and doing all this. And uh, she came and she didn't like what she saw. She didn't like the honesty, I don't think. Do you know, like, and she was saying, what about this? And I went, yeah, I did. Oh, I went with that. And I, yeah, and I did that and I did that. And I think it was like, fuck me. It's a different fucking block list, by the way. Yeah, and I went back. I went back home and then, um, and then and you're moving back to hull and then i started doing the, the the job not the ambassador role started doing match day stuff here and then the chairman pulled me in uh he pulled me in the chairman's son and he went we're going to give you a role at the football club we're going to give you a title as the ambassador i went fucking hell he says we're going to give you this a year uh blah 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 and i went why why are you doing this why are you doing this? he says you got sold to Aberdeen for seven hundred and fifty grand, and you saved the club in the nineties. You scored the winning goal at Cardiff to keep us in the championship, and you scored the goal at Wembley. And if you didn't do that, my family wouldn't run this football club. Mm. He said, "So I'm going to give you a Fair job." Player. And I just fucking broke down crying. Yeah, do
3: that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but
5: I didn't think of that. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I, obviously, yeah. When I went to Aberdeen, they were going to close the gates at Bournemouth Park because there was 250 grand in land revenue debts, but I didn't know that at the time. Yeah. You know, they've just sold me because I was their biggest asset. And I always remember Terry Dolan when was on the flight, he says, Do you know what, you can't come back, you know. I went, what? He says, if you fucking don't agree personal terms here, they're going to close the gates.
1: Yeah.
5: We're fucked, basically. Yeah. And Josh was two year old at the time and that was that was daunting. Yeah. Leaving Hull to go to fucking Aberdeen.
1: Yeah.
5: Fucking hell, I, I've never left Hull before in my life. But it was the best move I ever did, really. Move it away from Hull, away from my mates, you know what I mean? But... Yeah, I always say now, just for finishing off, if anybody has struggled, you know, don't be scared to come out. Mm-hmm. I was fucking petrified coming yeah. out saying that. The thing on. is, is that it's,
4: a, it's, not, it's
5: it's not it's not so much now, but it's the stigma, stigma it? yeah. it? Fucking Dean Windass. Fucking Dean Windass. Exactly. You know what I mean? The trouble is what you do, you end up... You, do you know what I I said earlier? I love my soaps. and I always. If somebody said, what would you be for in the football? I'd love to be an actor. You know, I'd love to be on a, a fespian in the fucking... in Emmerdale or fucking Corrie, you know I mean? Because I got broke <laughs> with all that. Mm. As a kid and I become a very good actor. Yep. Because I was in the change rooms with these like having a banter and that. Yeah. Then going home I was crying.
1: So it's a big provider do you know what I mean mm. We
2: talked about we talked about earlier about the, the banter with the young lads and stuff. Yeah. Do you think that's a big contributing factor though, with creating that culture where it isn't necessarily acceptable to talk about it?
3: Because it in fear that they'll get because it's that out. culture, it's a lag culture, it's, Yeah, you know,
5: listen, it's about, it's about, it's like, it's exactly the same now with, with, with footballers coming out saying they're gay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, probably, there's, there's thousands... Statistically, there's got there's, there's there's to be a lot. But the is, like, because of that stigma and that yeah. fear fear of, does it matter if you're gay? or no. you, It doesn't matter. But but what, what it is, is, yeah, if somebody was gay in my change room, right, in them days, you'd have a bit of banter with it. Yeah. But the trouble is now, they probably would not have banter with it now.
4: No. You know the one. You'd be like, oh, "What you're fucking?" On Saturday night, if I don't pull, Saturday night is there any chance I can it's, take you off. Exactly. You <laughs>
5: know <laughs> what I mean? That, but, but, but the trouble <laughs> is that that would then I would then if I was gay and he was saying that to me, I'd rather him do that than avoid the conversation. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. it makes me unheard, yeah, uh, uneasy. Uneasy. It's like coming out saying I'm fucking suicidal. Yeah. Do you know I'm depressed? Uh, like John said, oh, do you deal with this laughing joke? it can't be fucking. Why well, fucking big men on front well, of that? Well not the bollocks. Cause at the end of the day we're human beings. Yep. you know we we we're we all pissing the same pot. you know and it's one of them where Sometimes pissing sometimes other sometimes people. Sometimes <laughs> shit in somebody's shitting somebody's ve- But listen, that's the, the big thing. I did some out of mental health yesterday and sometimes it is hard to talk about it and sometimes bring it up again. But if it saves somebody's life then, then you then you've done your job really.
2: There it is. Episode 1, Series 3, it's good to be back! Dean Windass, what a guy, what a way to start! I'll tell you what, we've got some absolute belters coming up this series, some humdingers, so keep an eye on the Facebook, the Twitter, the Instagram, and we'll be revealing the guests in the lead up to the recording days, and get your questions in. And also, get over to that YouTube channel, subscribe, because we're now releasing every podcast in its entirety, uncut as video podcasts and they'll all be put up in the days following the release so get on over and press that subscribe button and also get on over to itunes give us a review preferably a good one it would be very much appreciated right as always thank you very much for listening it's good to be back we'll see you next week
6: Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Confidence starts with loving who you are.